Thank you for joining us at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Community Education Arts, a nonprofit organization based in Noblesville, Indiana. I'm Alice Cavanis Gober, President of CE Arts. And I'm Sarah E. Morin, Secretary of CE Arts. Let's sit down at the Roundtable.
Then harvest me with your gun. That was Prayer to the Wind from the opera Love Ted, composed by A. Paul Johnson, who is our guest today. Let's get right back to our discussion with A. Paul. I wanted to ask you, because you, you, two, two things I don't want us to, to not talk about. One is, is Love Ted, and the other uh -huh. is um, you sort of mentioned something about creative, was it workshops, talks, mm -hmm. teachings? So that intrigues me, because as we've talked, I kept thinking to myself, this guy needs to be teaching. He needs to be passing this wisdom on in, you know, seminars or something. So uh, you pick which of those two things you want to talk about first, and then we'll just keep talking. Uh, let's talk about Love Ted, because okay, that, was a, that was a, a kind of a fascinating journey. Okay. Uh, and, and I'll give you, give you the, the gory details from the ground up. My second okay. wife, Carol, <laughs> who was so instrumental in the Apollo Project, and uh, it was my kind of long marriage in that. We were together almost 20 years. And and she was a very creative person too, an actress and uh, did lyrics for a lot of my songs. And of course worked with the company. She was the voice of Apollo Project. We had a radio station. She did the announcements and a lot of the advertising for us. And But uh, she awoke one night, uh, I think it was in maybe the mid nineties, just terrified and shaking and screaming. Oh dear, oh no. And of course, you know, awoke me immediately. And first thing came to my mind was, you know, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. And, you know, can I wake her up or calm her down or whatever? And she just fought and fought for the longest time. And when it finally started to subside, uh, I said, you know, what in the world happened? You know, I'd never heard her have a nightmare like that before. And she said, Ted Bundy was sitting on top of her with a knife getting ready to murder her. Oh, my God. And oh. she was literally fighting for her life. Oh, bless her heart. So. That women's uh, nightmare of a certain age, women of a certain age, that is a valid, uh, I, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scary, okay. yeah. I mean, I can relate to, I'm 58 years old. Ted Bundy was in my lifetime. Uh, yep. Permanently made me scared of being a woman out there in the world. And boy, raising my daughter was like, always carry your car keys with the keys poking out of your knuckles. And, you know, I mean, just everything. So I get it. I get that. That's terrifying. Well, yeah. I didn't understand it, but she was now obsessed mm -hmm. with Ted Bundy. And like I say, she had been writing a lot of uh, librettos and lyrics for my songs. And she mm -hmm. said, we need to write some kind of musical dramatic setting about Ted Bundy. Wow. And she did an immense amount of research, uh, read the books. We got to be friends with Anne Rule, you know, oh, who wow. wrote The Stranger yeah. Beside Me. And her her concern was, she said, as long as you guys don't have Ted Bundy in tights dancing across the stage. She said, that, <laughs> that I can't stomach. And, uh, uh, but I still, I had a hard time warming up to the idea. Yeah, I just. I can, well, yeah. I mean, I get you that. Know, it's hard to. But I stayed with it because it was helping her, I think, expel that fear. We even went out to uh, Seattle, mm. Lake Sammamish, and those areas where Ted's career started, and we walked those places. Oh, my gosh. Uh, actually walked you know, around the house where he lived and the houses of the women he abducted. We had lunch in the places where he ate. 
no. uh, to try to absorb what it's immersive yeah might have been t to create this and she kept sending me you know lyrics and libretto things and it was terrible mm -hmm. you know and she, she was a good writer but this was terrible and i said it's not clicking in mm -hmm. So I used to go down to Argentina and uh, conduct a little chamber orchestra down there uh, for about, I guess, three or four years in a row. And uh, sometimes we'd record with them. And uh, so I took a couple of the better ideas. You know, the, the focus was on the women mm -hmm. because what I did, what Carol was identifying was, was that terror. Right. And you don't want to, you don't want to in any way seem to be celebrating a serial rapist murderer i mean that's just not right so you know Ted became, yeah it should be uh, about the I wanna, women <laughs> i want to say an ancillary character mm -hmm. and it was about them and how all of their creativity and beauty and ambitions just got yeah. destroyed right you know with with a with one fell swoop of the sword right so uh, so I wrote th three arias for the show, and I think we're going to listen, listen to one, two for sopranos and one for tenor. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we, we did them live in, in uh, South America, and then we recorded them. And I brought them back, and, uh, you know, associates who would listen to them and say, oh, hi, those are beautiful, you know, where are they from? I said, well, they're from an opera that never happened. I said, oh, you got to write the opera. What's it about? And I would tell them. <laughs> and they would say, you huh? got to write it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Write they, oh, yeah. <laughs> so after about 10 years of wow. hearing, you got to write that opera, you got to write that opera, um, uh, I had a, had a dream again. Dream the whole thing from beginning to end. Oh my gosh. And uh, got up that next morning and started composing. And within six months, the opera was done. That is incredible. And what I tried to do, you know, a lot of art is allegorical. You know, the reality, reality is going to fade, but the, the mythology mm -hmm. that grows out of that uh, reality can stay with us for generations and generations. Sure. So around these, these, for women who we see their lives start to blossom and then get cut short are two characters. One is, and the prayer to the wind is from this sort of shaman mm -hmm. earth spirit character who talks about the trauma that's going into the entire planet. That's mm -hmm. actually going into the earth from these dastardly deeds. And then of course you have Ted who is the perpetrator of these dastardly deeds with no other reason to do them except he can do them. And right. the typical psychopath. Yeah. And observing a lot of the particularly late 20th century, although the entire 20th century, let's face it, was filled with psychopaths who mass murder was just a, a drop in the bucket to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now we see the planet itself, the spirit of the planet itself, trying to create this tension with this psychopathic uh, devil that's mm -hmm. at its throat and how those powers work together amidst this destruction. And I, you know, I won't give away the end of the opera, but no, I, I think yeah. it's one of the most beautiful moments I've ever written. It's, you, you know, you say an opera about Ted Bundy and it's the most beautiful thing you ever wrote. 
but but it's about yeah, the victims the, about well the they, they come back they come back as spirits yeah and that that gives and they them and they and they they throw the throttle at the electric chair old sparky i love it i love it yeah yeah, now, those spirits I, are there throwing old Sparky's uh, current as on. We, as we can only hope, believe, and trust that they were, you know, in my mind. Yes. Um, yes. Just a technical question, not technical, but a specific question. I know the vocals in there are amazing. Can you give me the names? I'll probably edit this little ask out. But Yeah, that, that's sure actually Kirk, that's Kirk McLeod. And if anyone's ever heard Seven Nations, the Celtic rock band, yep. he's their lead singer. I Okay. Okay, I guess. So uh, I uh, I orchestrated a lot of uh, Kirk's uh, songs to play with symphony orchestras. We got to be very good friends. And uh, he was fascinated. He was one of those people that says, oh, you got to write this opera. Yeah, that's, that's okay. And then um, are there any other vocals name, people, vocalist names you want to give me for any of the audios you sent? I just want to ask that. I'll edit this out. Like, this is just between you and me. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of uh, what I sent you. What are some of the other titles? Um, Symphony number no. two, IV, four. That's, four. well, that's, yeah, That's just probably four. just music. My second um, that's Sophia Dancing in Phenomenon. the Wind, um, When um, Will I Learn. There's a female singing on When Will I Learn, I think. Yeah, that's uh, Rose West. That's what I thought, because you had a note in there, conducting with soloist Rose West with the Sophia Hill. That, yeah. so that is and, I, and I believe Dancing in the Wind is uh, Laura Sullivan. Laura. And so, um, I'm, put, I'm making notes. And Prayer to the Wind is just Kirk, or is there a female on that? I'm trying to. I'm, no, there's there's a little bit together. of harmony in harmony. the score. Yeah. In the score, that harmony is sung by the uh, the female ensemble. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Kirk took it back. You know, he also does a lot of recording, mm -hmm. and he put those harmonies in uh, the studio. Okay. Well, they're they're just incredible, and I will be using those uh, various things in the intro or it, somewhere in the parts that we end up with. This this is going to be a lot of parts. I'm very excited because we haven't even talked about the creative thing. But um, okay. so, yeah, I think that writing about uh, anything about Ted Bundy, um, and you know, it, it never ends. There's always a new documentary, a new movie, a new. You know, a couple of years ago there was a new movie. There's the there was a documentary I watched recently that was basically the story of his wife. You know, um, that it it never ends. And uh, as far as being a woman of a certain age who kind of grew up with that story and was terrified of men in general because of ted bundy and uh you know there there is a there is a fascination slash horror uh and the fascination is horror it's not i mean i'm you know i don't i know there are some women out there who become pen pals and romantic and in, interests with serial killers i'm not one of them you know um but I think for most women, it's a it's a cautionary tale kind of fascination. It's this fear fascination of what could happen and healing out of abusive or bad, horrible situations that you either experience yourself or you almost virtually experience with a Ted Bundy type situation, right? In in the culture, is a huge, wonderful part of artistic creativity. And I, I personally, and just, I'll edit all this out, but I personally thank you for doing what I you did. Just since we're off the book here, just yeah. 
What are you doing, Maestro? I just had no idea this was going to last this long. You're I know. Awesome. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just got some. Uh... Okay, I just wanted to thank you for being patient. Hey, no, it's all I, good. I didn't know we were going to talk this long. I, I, this is what happens with me. I get, I just love people. I love talking to artists, and this is just what happens. We just go on and on. And, and Believe this is, me, this a lot of morning. this... Uh, we usually have cigars and chess this, this morning, and I thought, oh, it'll be a probably 15, 20-minute no, interview. I know. It's, it's, I, so. I, I just, I'm such a liar when I tell people, 15, 20-minute interview, sometimes that is the end product, but it's never... Yeah. I mean, I think recording-wise, I've always gone at least 40 minutes. We've gone well beyond that i don't care but um i'm happy to join us next time as we continue our conversation with composer a paul johnson this has been at the round table with alice and sarah e of community education arts our nonprofit organization is based in noblesville indiana you can find us online at cearts.org we'd like to thank james weston for writing our intro music and for his technical savvy Join us next time at the Roundtable. Table.